friends, welcome back to our Golden Twenties podcast. My name is Sadie and I'm joined by my co-host Tegan and we are really looking forward to a good life chat in today's episode. So as you guys know, as if you're listening to this when the or sorry, if you're listening to this the day the episode drops, we are just about to start a new month and June is the halfway mark of the year, which is also kind of like a new season. I feel mm-hmm. like you're maybe starting to get the summer vibes, but it's also just a great time to check in to be like, okay, how has my year been going so far? Have I been setting out and accomplishing the goals that I set at the beginning of the year? And knowing that it's a halfway mark, it's kind of like, okay, I have six months to either turn things around or it's kind of like a second chance at the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. So that's why we thought this was a timely episode. And I know for me personally, I've had so much on my mind lately, knowing we're reaching that halfway point of the year. So I'm really excited to chat things out with you guys today. Yeah, 100%. I do feel, I mean, we did a check-in at spring, sort of about Mm -hmm. like our goals and that kind of thing. But I do think it is good because I used to be a person who would like set a goal in January, forget about it until like it got to be December and be like, oh, I didn't achieve my goal. So it is, I think, good to have check-ins, even if the check-in is I've achieved nothing because that's still telling you something and yeah for those who don't know I'm born on June 3rd so it's also like my birthday and so also a good time to check in so I feel like it's the perfect mix yeah I feel like some people use the calendar year as kind of their you know that's what I do probably actually is use a calendar year to map out my year and that's when I get inspired to set new goals and things. But I know a lot of people also use their birthday as a time to kind of kickstart a new year. So I love that those two things kind of coincide for you, Tag, where it's this mid-year check-in, a brand new like year for you on your birthday. I don't know. It's and a new season, like we were saying with summer and everything. So awesome. So like Tegan said, I think the last check-in we did was really focused on spring and our spring goals, things like that. But today we're going to dive into the year as a whole so far, and we're just going to start by reflecting a little bit, and then we can get into what we're thinking for a move forward strategy as we go through spring and then take on the second half of the year. So Teg, do you want to maybe start by giving us the rundown on how your year's been going so far, how your goals are going, all of that good stuff. Yeah, 100%. I guess I'll start with some of my goals that are really easy to measure because that's, I guess, like the easiest way to tell if I'm on track or not. So one goal that I wrote down in January was for us to hit 15K followers on TikTok. So we're almost at 9K. So I'm feeling good about it, but not as far as I would have liked, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's happening. Hopefully it comes along. And I'll be honest that I'll be happy hitting 10. <laughs> so as yeah. much as I wrote down 15K, that would be amazing. But 
you know, we'll see. So my goal right now is to just gain a thousand more followers. What I think is interesting with our TikTok is I find that the followers we're getting are really engaged. So that's why Mm. I'm kind of not so much worried about necessarily hitting 15K because I would rather have less people who are actually interested in the content that we're creating, if that makes sense. So totally. Yeah, that was a big one. My book reading goal is going well. I set the goal to read 35 books, which was my same goal as last year, and I'm at 17. So I think that makes me like four books ahead, which is great. I did set a goal to watch 100 films, and I've only watched 34 so far. So that might not be a goal that I'll be able to achieve unless I get into some serious movie watching. But that's also kind of fine with me. I set that as a goal because I wanted to prioritize things that I did not to be productive or things I did just because I enjoyed them and were relaxing. And I have, I think, been watching a lot of TV, which kind of is the same thing. So I'm not Mm -hmm. mad at that, but we'll see maybe when film festival season kicks off I can get that number a little bit higher and yeah so outside of that I did do like a mini spring glow up and it was going well until I hurt my back this week but I was eating really healthy I was cutting carbs and I was doing almost daily Pilates and I found between the cutting carbs and the Pilates I was feeling really good Like I found that a week and a half into the daily Pilates, and this would be like 15 minute to 20 minute workouts, not like hour long classes or anything. But I found it was like a switch flipped where suddenly it started to feel Mm -hmm. easy. And so that was good. And I'm down 10 pounds, which is, I don't know, exciting, I guess, because I'll be able to fit my summer clothes from last year because it was all 10 pounds I gained over winter. So, yeah, that was good until I hurt my back. And so this is kind of related to the last thing I wanted to say, which is work has been very crazy for me. And I think it's been really impacting my mental health because I think at the spring goals, I talked about how I had been having all these health problems. I have been like very exhausted. I've had brain fog even now with like my back and I've gone to my doctor and she's like, nothing is physically wrong with you. I've done blood tests and stuff. We're talking about maybe doing a sleep study, but she's like, I think it's uh, mental health related, which is a very frustrating thing to hear because it's like, I see a therapist. I really try to prioritize my mental health. Like I don't, know a lot of ways that I could be helping that more without like quitting my job which I'm not going to do obviously so yeah that's kind of an interesting thing that's come up in the last two weeks and so I think for the rest of the year that is going to have to be some type of priority for me but I think we'll get Mm-hmm. more into like our goals um in a little bit but uh yeah what about you Sadie how has your first half of the year been yeah well first of all I have like so many 
thoughts that came to mind when you were talking. The first yeah. one being, go follow us on TikTok, guys. <laughs> Tegan's been making amazing content, and she has like a goal here that we're working towards. Yes. So please go follow us on TikTok. We're at our golden twenties. It's a good time, and I feel like yeah, you just see like a totally different side, and you actually get to see us in our life rather than just tuning into the podcast where you exactly. we just talk about things. You know what I mean? So go check it out. Also, I think you talking about your book goal and your film goal, like, I love that you have like a set number that you're working towards, but I also love that the intention behind it is that this is self-care you're doing to rest. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I'm going to get into my goals in a minute, but I've just been realizing, and this is not revolutionary in any means, but for me, it kind of is a new way of looking at things, but I've been really not focused on, but I've been really, I guess, realizing how a lot of things that I consider self-care are like active self-care and like, I've been kind of seeing that there's a difference between different acts of self-care where it's like active self-care, where it's like, I'm going on a walk, I'm doing workouts, like meeting my steps goal. I'm I don't know, you know, just like doing things that I know make me feel better, but it's Mm -hmm. me still having to really put in effort and energy into it. And then there's also resting self-care, which is maybe, well, what you were talking about, Tag, with your book goal and you're watching your movies and film goal, like, I think that is something that I actually haven't been very good at balancing. Like, usually my resting self-care is like watching YouTube in a bubble bath or something or watching YouTube while I'm eating my meals. But it's like, realistically, I don't know if watching YouTube really counts as (laughs) self-care because it's still like consuming social media content. You know what I mean? Like it's not, even though I try to make it uplifting content and stuff, I don't know. It's just like, it's not really, I don't know. It's just kind of something I've been thinking about. So all of this to say, I love that you are very focused on rest and doing things that make you feel good. And hopefully you can implement more of that and stay disciplined with that as you work through all of the mental health problems that are manifesting in physical ways in your body the past little while as well. But I also think that's such a great reminder and like it sucks that this is happening to you, but that's why it's so important to take care of your mental health because I think Mm – it can manifest in like the most bizarre ways. And then it's very much like, what's wrong with me? I'm doing all these tests. Nothing's coming back positive. Like, you know, it's, and it is frustrating, but it just goes to show guys, this is why we talk about mental health so much on this podcast because it's so important. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But anyways, I just said the word discipline and that transitions perfectly into kind of my little yearly yearly reflection, mid-year reflection, whatever we want to call it. Mm -hmm. And that was really my word for this year. And really all of my yearly goals are rooted in staying disciplined with the healthy habits and routines that make me feel my best. And that was all a result from really struggling with my mental health the past two, or I guess two-ish years ago, and then spending all of last year really establishing what these habits were, what these routines were, what made me feel my best, all of that. And I feel like by the end of last year, I really 
figured it out and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can't let things get in the way. If it's my social life, if it's finally traveling again, if it's moving, like changing jobs or anything, I was like, I cannot let anything distract me from these healthy habits that are making me feel my best. I got to stay focused. I got to stay disciplined. So through January and February, March, I literally feel like I was living on cloud nine. Like it was the best start to the year in the longest time. I felt so amazing. I had so many amazing things happening to me. I remember thinking to myself over and over, like this year is going to be pure magic. Like it just feels so good. Part of me, and if you actually go back and listen to our spring check-in, I talk all about healthy girl spring and I'm like, yes, like life is so good. I'm feeling my lucky girl syndrome and like, I'm just going to keep it going through spring and all this stuff. However, I will say right after that episode dropped, (laughs) literally (laughs) listening back to it where I'm like two, this is like a month, two months ago, but listening back to it, I'm like, I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was when Mm -hmm. we recorded that. And all of my intentions for spring went out the window and I was not staying disciplined. And that was all a result of changes that happened at work for me, really impacting my mental health as well. And I just took on a lot more responsibility. It was, it's just been a lot. I have a new team, new like responsibilities. I'm learning new channels. Like it's been very overwhelming. And when I'm overwhelmed, I like project or I guess I like feel the need where I have to be really good at everything, especially on the work front. So when it's something new, I like overcompensate and I like drive myself crazy until all the pieces fall into place and I'm rocking it. And it's like, well, that's not realistic when it's a change, you know, change takes time to settle in and get used to it. So all Mm. of this to say, I've been through April and May, my discipline, my routine, my habits have all been really challenged and it's really taken a toll on my mental health as well. I feel like I've been working longer hours. I've been skipping my lunch. I've been, you know, doing all the things that literally, actually, I was just talking to my therapist two weeks ago, I think. And I was like, you know, what drives me absolutely up the wall is that I have a podcast. I come on this podcast and I give the best advice. (laughs) I tell you guys, these are all the things you need to do to live your best life. And I believe in it a thousand percent. But when it comes to me and my life and doing all the things that I'm preaching about on this podcast, I'm like, it's so hard to actually follow my own advice. And that drives me absolutely insane. Because again, I'm like, I know what I'm like, I believe in what I'm saying, but to adapt it in my own life, I don't know, it's, it's hard. So also wanted to say and acknowledge that doing all of these things, focusing on your mental health, it is hard work and takes constant effort. And I need to be compassionate with myself. This is me speaking this into existence because I keep forgetting Mm -hmm. it, but I need to be compassionate with myself that I'm no superstar and I'm not the exception. And it's also hard for me. It's okay to fall off sometimes, but I just have to pick myself back up and try again, essentially. So all of that is just kind of like recap on how my year has been going. I would say that looking at my yearly goals, a lot of it was really, it was measurable in the sense of like, I wanted to work out three times a week. I wanted to 
see my therapist once a month. I wanted to do yoga two to five times a week. Some of these things I've been okay at, like therapy, Mm -hmm. yes. Working out, it's been kind of taking a back burner or being put on the back burner, which I know is bad and partially why my mental health is so bad, but it's just really hard to balance it all. So some of these things have been, like I said, put on the back burner. Something else I was also wanting to stay disciplined about was clearing up my skin. So this included staying disciplined with taking pre and probiotics, cleaning my makeup brushes, drinking water, all of those things. And to be honest, I feel like my skin is actually really good right now. It's definitely not perfect, but I feel like this is a win and something I obsess over. So I continue to really focus on outside of that. I've always also, or I also set the goal to stay disciplined with my money when it comes to uh, consistent contributions to my savings account, staying disciplined with my spending habits, or I guess not staying disciplined with spending money, but <laughs> but with controlling my spending habits, I guess yeah. is a better way to put it. And I actually feel like maybe ironically, this is maybe the best part of my yearly goals. Like this is what I've been mm-hmm doing the best at, like I've saved the most money this year than I probably have like in the first half of any year ever. Mm. And I feel like, well, I did my whole no shopping month, no Sephora month. And I feel like I had some switches flip when it comes to spending money, which is really great. But anyways, uh, that was one of my goals. And then one of my last goals was around dating and staying disciplined with putting myself out there. And I feel like, again, through January to March, I was doing really well at this and I was really proud of myself. I feel like I was really putting myself out there, really making an effort and meeting new people. But again, Mm -hmm. as soon as things get busy at work, that is always the first thing to go. And I haven't really been doing much in my dating life for the past two months. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I feel like that was a huge ramble, but all of this to say things were going to wrap it up. Things were going super well. Then April hit. I took mm-hmm. a, I don't know, things took a turn and now I'm just trying to get back on track. Yeah. Well, this is exactly why I think it's so valuable to do these check-ins. Cause I feel like we've all been there where it's like four months has gone by and you realize like, oh yeah, I haven't worked out and all in these four months, or I just stopped doing my nighttime skincare routine four months ago yeah. and just didn't, because there's always, you know, I don't know, something else, especially when it comes to work. I feel like that can be so all consuming. And something that I've sort of realized this week with my sore back is that as much as I talk about self-care and I like prioritize self-care and have, you know, I schedule therapy, I do workouts, I, and this, that, and the other thing. It's like if one thing goes wrong, like you hurt your back, everything like falls apart. So I'm like, clearly something's like, I'm not setting myself up for success if one little thing makes my entire life fall apart. And this is what happened in like January too. So now I'm like, I think I don't know how to fix that. If it's just like, I need to schedule more time where I'm doing nothing so I can pick up the pieces because it's like, I don't know. It's just very interesting. Mm -hmm. Something that's sort of dawned on me that 
I'm a, I think we're both consider ourselves like very organized people. We've got our calendar situated, but then I'm like, I don't think it's a good thing if one thing shifts in my calendar and then my whole week is like destroyed. Yeah. So totally. I don't know. It's yeah, interesting. I know it is. And this is something I've again been like preaching to my friends. I don't think I brought it up on the podcast, but it was something I chatted through in therapy or it was perspective that my therapist gave me and it really resonated for me. But essentially we were talking about kind of, I guess, balance or we can apply it to balance and all of these things that we have going on in our lives essentially. And how, if you kind of view all of these things in a pie chart of your life, if you will. So Mm -hmm. if you have your life as a pie chart, you have a sliver of the pie is your friends and your friendships. Another sliver is your family. Another sliver, maybe your relationship. Maybe you also have, you know, your work life in there. You have all these things that make up your hobbies, interests, whatever, all these things that make up your life, how you spend Mm -hmm. your time, who you spend your time with, all of this kind of thing. And if you look at this pie chart and you see, you know, all of these things that equal and create your life, it's then like, how can one thing, so for instance, for me, it's always the work piece of my pie. If it's just like, say, it's probably not even half of my pie in the grand scheme of things, you know, like it's maybe a quarter of my pie, but the amount of energy I give it, the amount of control it has over my mood, my mental health, like we were just talking about, Mm -hmm. it's acting like it takes up three quarters of my pie. When in reality, like I said, it's probably actually only one quarter of my pie. And it's obviously really hard in the moment when you're having a bad day at work or when you're on a call or when your to-do list is piling up and you're really stressed out. It's really hard to keep that perspective and be like, this doesn't matter or Something I always ask myself is like, why do I care so much? Yeah. And there isn't really an answer to that. You know, like it's just you are giving it the power to occupy more than it really deserves in the grand scheme of everything you have going on in your life. So I don't know, maybe that's something for you guys to think about as well. If you've been struggling lately, it's like, okay, if you were to make a pie chart of your life, are you letting parts of your pie overtake what they actually make Mm -hmm. up and like are you letting them kind of bleed into other slices of your pie or you know is it all relative and I think again going back to the word balance I think it's really hard to balance things and I think when something like your back going out or you know these more physical things that impact more than just one piece of your pie like it is really hard to control it but I think that can be a really good mindset shift to be like, okay, you know, how do I want to prioritize my energy or how do I want to prioritize the effort I'm putting into different areas of my life and how can I balance it all? Because it really, there is a lot to balance. So I don't know. I don't know if that resonates for anybody. And I feel like probably through the month of March, I was like so obsessed with this analogy when my therapist and I like were chatting it through and I was just like, wow, light bulb moment. And it resonated so much. And I was like telling all my friends about this. We'd like go for dinner or drinks. And I was just like, yes, see one friend. They would tell me about something. And I'm like, girl, what's, how big is this in your pie? Then I would see my Mm -hmm. next friend and be like, how big is this in your pie? So I feel like I'm out of practice now, but hopefully you guys still get the gist. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think especially, too, if you're someone who is, I don't know, like a people pleaser or you take pride in, say, your work, that's where it's hard because it's almost like you have to disconnect from your, like, true self, even though it's for Mm -hmm. the best for you. So. I know yeah, it's tough. It is interesting. It is. And actually, this is kind of related to another conversation I just had with my sister today, where since I've been having such a hard time enforcing these boundaries and all of this around my work life and how it is impacting other areas of my life and my overall kind of mental health well being, I just had like a light bulb moment about. It's kind of a long-winded story, but all of this to say the short end of it is she was – my sister was saying to me how we have to, like, actively break these thought patterns that we have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to actively be like, this is eating up too much of my pie, and I choose to do something about it. Or, like, I so I choose to let it go, you know? And that's a really, really hard thing to do. So I feel like as much as we talk about – being your best self and living your best life and trying to empower you guys to do that through the podcast and through the things that we talk about. It's just like, it's really, really hard. And like, it's okay if you're not perfect at it all the time. Like you definitely won't be perfect at it all the time. And I'm really guilty of beating myself up about it when Mm -hmm. I acknowledge these things. And then I can't break those thought patterns. Like this is like, hard work you know so something else to keep in mind yeah another thing that I think probably lots of people struggle with is the things that we're talking about like spending less time on work fitting in time for relaxation prioritizing us it's like very anti-hustle culture or like anti- capitalism where I feel like there are lots (laughs) of people who are like yeah exactly there are lots of people who are like (laughs) you've got to grind it out like you work for it now it'll be worth it and you know you've got to get your hustle going your side hustle going and then you're going to retire at the age of 40 and life's going to be good you're going to leave the losers behind because you're so successful with your hustling but I don't even think that's true. Like, Mm -hmm. sure, for some people, I'm sure it's true. But it's also like at the cost of what? Like, how much do you value money over your body, money over your mental health, money over your friendships, your relationships? But I do think that that's where there's... I don't know, like that internal pushback because it's like, I want to be a success. I want to be killing it in my field. You know, I want to be someone who, I don't know, someone I went to high school looks at my LinkedIn and is like, damn, I can't believe that girl I went to high school is doing that. But it also reaches a point where something's got to give. I love that. I love that so much. And that's why it's so important, like you were saying, to take time to reflect and be like, is what I'm doing sustainable? Like, am I on the right path? Is this benefiting me? Are these thought patterns serving me? Like, because you are going to find when you actually take time to tune in, there's going to be things that 
aren't serving you and aren't Mm -hmm. sustainable. And yeah, it's really important to take time to come to those conclusions and give your space or give yourself space to get there. And I think tag talking about like hustle culture, like for me, that's what my work is. Like my company is hustle culture, you know? So it's like, I'm surrounded by it. So I need to give myself again, the word compassion because it's like, of course, I'm going to feed into it if that's what I'm surrounded by 40 hours a week, you know, nine to five every single day. It's hard, again, going back to how hard it is, like, to be, I don't know, the one to be like, actually, no, or to hold myself accountable to my values when you're surrounded by all of this other narrative, if it's from the company you work for, if it's on your social media feeds, if it's Mm -hmm. wherever it is. So, yeah, that's a great a great point for sure. Yeah. There's this one quote. It's from a uh, the song Homesick by Noah Kahan. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but I say it to myself all the time. And it's, um, I stopped caring about a month ago. And since then it's been smooth sailing and it's so <laughs> negative, but I'm like, I need to care less. Like I am caring too much about all these stupid little things. Like I just need to stop caring and then it'll be smooth sailing. So that's what I'm trying to tell myself. I think we just found your first tattoo. Like (laughs) (laughs) so negative with the little, yeah, but it's not, I think it's a good reminder. It's like good perspective. We can do a little sailboat under it. How cute would that be? (laughs) Exactly. I do tell myself like Sadie and I were talking about what my first tattoo would be. And I had said like this too shall pass. And that is also a good quote, I think, for people listening and like for people who don't know the concept concept. I don't know if that's the right word, but the creation of this too shall pass supposedly was someone coming up with a sentence that would always be true no matter what. And so this too shall pass. If you're having the best year ever, this too shall pass. If you're having the worst year ever, this too shall pass. And no matter what, that's not going to change. So I think there's also, I don't know, wisdom to be taken from that. Like time's still moving on. So just stop caring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, as we head into the second half of the year and summer and everything that we have been talking about or that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, Tag, what are you focused on? How are you hoping to kind of continue or get back to prioritizing yourself and all of these things and staying accountable to the goals that you're continuing to work on? Yeah. So number one on my list, I feel like is no surprise to anyone, but I want to focus on stress relief. And as I said, like I have been, I think, focusing on that a lot, but I just got to keep it going, I guess. (laughs) So hoping to continue to move my body and eat healthy, spend time outside, take time for myself And take time for myself that's unscheduled, I think, will be helpful. Continue to see my therapist, maybe bump up the amount of times I see her. And I'm also trying to schedule in, like, relaxation moments that I can't skip. Things like massages or facials Mm. or manicures. So I just booked 
all three, which I guess goes against me saying to book time to do nothing, but still, at least it's forced (laughs) relaxation. So that is my main sort of goal. I'll say for the summer, I won't say for the rest of the year. And then, you know, continue to read, watch movies, that kind of thing. I also want to continue to create content that is sort of authentic to me and sparks joy because I feel like that helps with my stress. I started the year, I think in January, I posted every single day to TikTok because that was my goal. I wanted to see what would happen. I wanted to teach myself how to edit on my phone. And I was like, the only way that's going to happen is if I'm forcing myself to post or I'll just never actually practice. So that was good for the time. But now I'm trying to, you know, create content that's fun to create. And so like I got myself a little gimbal and I've been playing around. So I want to continue to do that because I do find it quite, I don't know, like relaxing or I don't know, re-energizing. Like I get hyped up when I post a TikTok, whereas some, if I'm just forcing myself to churn out content because people say you have to post X amount of times, that is stressful (laughs) because I'm like, let's get that content out there. So yeah, I want to focus on that. And I also want to start thinking more about my long-term goals. Like I've been starting to think about, because I'll be turning 28 on June 3rd, like what do I want to do when I'm 30? I was thinking like, oh, I'd love to do a trip when I'm 30. And maybe it's like a trip to Hawaii or something. Then it's like, I need to figure out how to get myself in a place where I can do that. I don't want it to be like a month before I turn 30. And I don't know, I have nothing planned. My husband and I are also talking about like potentially buying property or moving. And so that I think is part of it too. Just coming up with how I want my life to look long term. Because I feel like I've been living in the short term probably because of COVID for a long time where it's like, let's just survive this month and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So yeah, trying to shift some thinking to be a bit more long-term as well. But yeah, those are all my goals. I love that. And I love, I think having long-term goals even helps guide your short-term goals, you know, like they are connected and I love like that birthday time to set those long-term goals and like, think about it and like really Mm -hmm. think about it and align it to your values. And I don't know, everything that you've already accomplished. And I don't know, I just love that. And I'm so excited for you. I feel like I said this to you before, but I can just feel you're like on the cusp of like a new chapter. And I'm just so excited for you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too. So what are your goals? Yeah. Yeah, I love that you said, take your Uh, prioritizing and taking time for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I was remembering a quote that I've seen a million times over. I have no idea where it's from, but it says, keep taking time for yourself until you're you again. And that's literally what I feel like I'm going to do through the month of June. I really want to just recenter and refocus on all of these goals that I know make me feel my best. So these routines, these healthy habits, the things that I wanted to stay disciplined with through the year, but I've fallen off of the past two months. So 
I think what that actually looks like, it's actually a lot of the things that I mentioned in the spring goals check-in. Um, since I, like I said, I didn't really follow through with any of them right after that episode <laughs> dropped. So it's things like moving my body. And that's one mm-hmm. of my yearly goals is to work out three times a week, but actually showing up and doing that, actually focusing on my daily step goal and getting to the yoga studio, those things, I know they make me feel better. Actually, this is something I was going to say is when you do take time to reflect There's often a lot of parallels from when you stop doing something that typically makes you feel good and when you stop feeling good. And for me, it's always tied to working out. Like, okay, I started feeling, you know, bad mentally the – like – through April. And it's like, well, I haven't actually gone to the yoga studio since the beginning of April. You know, like Mm -hmm. these things, there's a lot of parallels. So anyways, all of that to say – another reason reflection's good and whatever. But anyways, (laughs) need to get back to working out because yes, that is contributing to my mental health. Also drinking water and something I said in my spring goals that I actually really liked and want to continue doing is spending my money on experiences instead of things. So this year Mm -hmm. I've been doing so many cool things, so many fun things and that has helped me like cut back on my shopping addiction and stuff because I'm still spending a lot of money, but I'm spending it in different ways. And it just is a little bit more fulfilling. I feel like when you spend money on things all the time, you just want to keep buying more. It's like you can never have enough. You can never have the latest, you know, trending beauty product on TikTok. Like there's always something more you could have, but experiences are like, they're fulfilling. They're, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just, they make you happy. And for like a while, I don't know, having the memories, like, I don't know, it's just a different kind of fulfillment. And I've been loving that so far this year. So want to continue that, especially through the summer when, things are really busy and there's lots of experiences to have and memories to make and that sort of thing. I also mentioned in my spring goals using my masterclass subscription and I have not even logged into masterclass since I said that. So I think Mm -hmm. I should carry that over into summer. And I think that's actually, it's another way of like active self-care versus like restful self-care. But I feel like what I said in the spring episode was like, if I'm consuming content, it might as well be like educational and things like this rather than just YouTube all the time. So that's kind of the thinking there. And I also going back to one of my yearly goals around dating, I feel like, like I said, I was doing really well from January to March and doing things to put myself out there, going on dates, meeting new people, but it's really not been a thing or like a priority in my life through April and May. So I really want to get back to that. And a big part of that is giving dating apps a real chance. So like consistently using them, consistently messaging people and meeting new people and building the roster. (laughs) Just kidding. But you know what I mean? So I want to do that, make that a priority, especially through the summer. Again, when there's so much going on and it's fun to get out and I don't know, explore the city with new people. And then just the last piece, um, I'm also really excited for this summer because I'm going back into maid of honor mode, which Mm -hmm. I'm so pumped about. My oldest sister is getting married 
in August. So we have her bachelorette in July, her actual wedding in August, and I'm just really excited for her. Big, like, news for my family and really exciting for my family. So I'm just, I'm just excited about all of that and want to make sure I'm like feeling my best so I can be like the best version of myself for her and make this like one of the, you know, best days and memories of her life too. So, so yeah, that's what my summer goals look like and kind of, I guess, a little bit of June specific, summer specific, but I think Mm -hmm. the overall theme of staying disciplined on these things that I know make me feel good. I really want to continue that through the rest of this year as well. Love it. Yeah. I think our goals are somewhat similar actually. Yeah, totally. And you know, what's funny tag actually, I was thinking about this where in the first episode of season three, I think we were just like talking Mm -hmm. about what we've learned from the podcast, things like this. And we were talking about how annoying it is that when you take care of yourself, you actually feel better. And Mm -hmm. I was like, again, this is why it's so frustrating to have this podcast because it's like, you know how sometimes you're doing something and there's a voice in the back of your head and maybe it's your parents being like, nope, you shouldn't do that. Or like, you should do this instead. And you get like frustrated. The worst part about having this podcast is it's our own voices that live in the back (laughs) of my head (laughs) telling me, you know, girl, you're going to feel better if you just take care of yourself but I don't listen to it or I don't, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. follow my own advice. And then I'm like, why am I having like anxiety? Why am I not feeling so great? So I don't know. It's just funny, funny how it's all coming back full circle in this mid-year check-in. No kidding. I did hear, speaking of masterclass, that the RuPaul masterclass is apparently amazing. Okay. I'm doing it. I, I forget what it's about. I don't know. I've seen one clip on TikTok and he was like, always wear a suit, like dress for the job you want, not the job you have, like that kind of idea. And I was like, okay, cool. But then everyone in the comments was like, this is the best class on Masterclass. I've watched it over and over. I'm obsessed with it. So I was like, okay, interesting. And people like were like, I only wear a suit. Like all these women were like, I only wear a suit to work now because he, I don't know what it's actually about okay that's what tiktok you know what i actually think this is maybe exactly what i need to recenter myself so i just looked it up quickly and it's rupaul teaches self-expression and authenticity and it's just i think all about living your best life yeah this hold on this sounds really great RuPaul teaches you how to find your inner truth to overcome hardship, gain confidence, and live your best life. That is exactly what we need. (laughs) Yes. So funny. And I just actually watched RuPaul's home tour on Architecture Digest. And I was like, oh my gosh. And actually, wasn't it last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about Untucked and Drag Race. Then I watched the home tour and I'm like, why... Like maybe also when I stopped watching Drag Race, (laughs) when I stopped, like, you know, maybe this correlates with my mental health crash. (laughs) Yeah. I need more RuPaul in my life. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, you'll have to report back on if it changed your life or not. I, I will. And I will definitely, like, you will... Okay, I'm just looking the class length. It's 16 videos, which is two hours and one minute. 
That's like essentially right. a movie. A movie. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like if it's as good as people are saying, you're going to have to watch this too, Tig. Yeah. I've been looking at Masterclass. Um, this is like unrelated to everything, but because my work has like a business or a personal development oh, yeah. fund so you can ask for money. And so I'm like, maybe I should ask them to cover a couple months and I can watch some things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's really great. The production value is, or the per, yeah. like production budget, it's like a high budget production is what I'm trying to say. It's just yeah. so great. The people they have on there are like RuPaul level, like amazing. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like, it feels like chill and casual, but it feels like extremely valuable and like well mm-hmm. worth the money, you know? And I'm saying this, I've only taken one full class, but yeah. it was great. And like, I took a lot from it. So I don't know. Love I definitely it. recommend. Yeah. It's like a fun way to invest in like education. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. homework. It's like, no, but it's coming from RuPaul. Oh. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We need to get yeah. some type of affiliate link for Masterclass because I yeah, feel like we're convincing the people. It's like us with Scrub Daddy. I've had like four or five people tell me. <laughs> we've had people comment like, I bought a Scrub Daddy because you said it was so good. And I was like, okay, Scrub Daddy, where's our money? That's I so made funny. you like I thought you were fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, check our description. Like, maybe we can yes. make this happen by the time this episode goes live. <laughs> what I thought you were gonna say was like I thought you were going to say we need RuPaul to be a guest on a podcast. And I was like, that's on the vision board. Let's make that happen. (laughs) That too. That's so funny. I feel like RuPaul doesn't even do podcasts. I mean, maybe he does. Probably not. He's like, "Mm -mm, honey, I told you everything in my master class. Go listen to it. (laughs) Here's my affiliate link. Yeah, he's giving out affiliate links to master class. (laughs) Exactly. So funny. Oh, too good. Well, one other thing I wanted to say before we wrap up is we have some like journal with us episodes um, from past seasons. So check those out if you're feeling like inspired to do some sort of reflection. However, I'm also hoping sometime this month, hopefully right around the time this episode drops or early June, we can also get some journal prompts for a guided mid-year check-in on our Patreon. So check us out on Patreon, subscribe, sign up. It's a great time. And we try to put out bonus content and like things that can help you essentially live your best life and things that we're doing and need to follow our own advice on. But check it out. You can find it all on Patreon. Yeah, I did just put up a playlist on our Patreon that is themed to this month's book club book. So there's all kinds of interesting little goodies up there that sounds amazing including bonus episodes too so definitely check it out yeah we'll also have a new june book club coming soon so now is a good time to join the patreon yeah yeah it's gonna be busy for the summer yay well i think that is everything we were planning on talking about this week we do have a super fun episode coming out next week with a super cool guest not RuPaul but almost as cool so make sure that you are following us and subscribe to our podcast so that you see when that episode drops you can also follow us on social media at our golden 20s please follow us on TikTok to make all of my wildest (laughs) dreams come true (laughs) and 
yeah, we're also like on Pinterest. If you're looking for ideas for how to live your best life, that kind of thing. As I said, we make uh, playlists for our patrons, but then we also have some public ones on our Spotify. So you can check us out there. And I think that's everything. So thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday.